When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, then, boys and girls. Nottingham Forest 2, Sheffield Uniting, and Heading Bottom 1. Welcome to the player ratings. And let's get into this. And look, the result is the result. I mean, we got the three points. Fantastic. Really happy about that. But the performance was terrible. We started off really well. Like, took it to them in the first three or four minutes. Got our goal. What a lovely cross it was by Serge Aurier. Well laid off from John Ode into his feet. And then Awani just hits that ball, well, headers that ball, should I say, beautifully. And the old Bebeto baby celebration comes out. And that's Awani, I believe, seven from seven or six from six. Pretty sure it's seven from seven. The problem then happened five to ten minutes after the game, after that, where Sheffield United looked rocked by the goal. But Forrest didn't put their foot down on their throat. And they just slowly let them back into the game. And then by halftime, Sheffield United had dominated possession. They were up on the possession stats. They could, they made a chance or two, nothing too crazy, nothing too crazy. Although you could argue, you know, Forrest were comfortable. It just wasn't really the right approach to the game. And then just like the playoffs, just like the playoffs, Sheffield United came out and scored early. Scott, thank you so much for becoming a member. Let me get these alerts back on as well. Scott, thank you so much for becoming a member. And Zach as well, appreciate you being a member, buddy. Thank you to everyone who supported us tonight. So we come back on in the second half. And again, this is the third goal we've conceded this win uh, this um, season already. And all three have come from corners. And that in itself is starting to worry me because we're not closing down the second ball. The header was cleared away by McKenna to the edge of the box. And then a bit of a worldy, yes, yes, again, another one, Saka style. Uh, Visual Joker, thank you so much for the 199, bud. Big win today, come on you Reds, absolutely. And uh, the new guy from Coventry slams it in. Hold on, let's wait for, there's the official one. Come on you R-E-D-S-S-S-S. But the problem with that goal was that McKenna, and I think it was Danilo, didn't close and down quick enough. 
And when McKenna went to close down, it's like someone pulled a handbrake up on him because he decided four or five paces away from the player to stop. He should have kept going in and closed him down further. Turner couldn't do anything about the goal. And then really the game started to meander on. I thought Cooper left it way too late to make the substitutions. And they really should have scored with a huge mix-up with Worrell and McKenna, who were both not great tonight. Through on goal, he should have finished and put Sheffield United 2-1 up, but it didn't happen. Then the substitutions came on. And Shakara when Forrest went into a four-back, and it was a 4-2-3-1 with Alanga wide, Jono wide, Taiwo down the middle, and MG Dub kind of floating across the line. We suddenly looked for the five minutes like a really good team. We were really pressing at them, created a couple of chances, but just couldn't get the ball into the net. And then it looked like Forrest lost a bit of huff. They looked a bit knackered, like the, the pace of the game was catching up with them. And then Sheffield United starts to, to come into it. But then come on to the pitch. Senor Wood comes on a beautiful cross from Aurier. Aurier, who's crossing, I have, you know, criticized over the last 12 months. For me, one of his best games today in a position that I don't think is his strongest at right wing back. Puts a delightful ball in for Wood and the header was fantastic. It wasn't one of those ones where you meet it and you just blaze it home. He kind of caressed it and looped it around the keeper and the keeper had absolutely no chance. So it's a great finish from Wood. And then the pace he had in his celebration to run across the pitch there was unreal, unreal. Seeing crazy things from Chris Wood tonight. But it finishes 2-1 and you have to say, Forrest got out of jail. At 1-1, Cooper, man, what were you doing? What were you doing? Showed Sheffield United way too much respect. And Chris Wood has got him out of jail and got us the three points. So fair play. The result is good, but it's not going to mask the performance. We should have been comfortable in that game. Sheffield United are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Digger, thank you so much for subscribing. And at home, to scrape by them with a last-minute winner, not acceptable as far as I'm concerned. We really should have seen what Cooper was talking about at the end of last season, that this wasn't the style he wanted to play. Well, when are we going to see the style he wants to play? Because if it's not going to be at home against Sheffield United, then who does that leave us? It's not going to be away at Man U next week, that's for sure. So, let's see what happens. Anyway, that's my thoughts on the game. A little summary for you guys first there. But the, the scoreline masks the performance. The three points are fantastic. And that's exactly what you need at this stage of the season. Look, you can argue back, and I think it's a good argument. We saw the likes of Manchester United take three points against Wolves off a poor performance. We've seen a couple of others in the first week of the season doing that. So maybe it was our turn to get that poor performance, but get the win all the same. So let's move into the player ratings. And uh, guys, don't forget to get yours in. We'll come and see what you guys think. Remember, it's zero to 10 for each player. Give them a mark from that. Give the manager a mark. And then we will do the man of the match at the end together. Um, the link, Tommy, is pinned in the chat or just press, just type exclamation mark rate in the chat and that will give you the link as well. I think it's just rate. R-A-T-E, if I remember rightly. Okay, so let's get started. Um, for me, Turner, I think, has been quite solid. That's two games where he hasn't really made any glaring mistakes for me. And I think he was okay. 
Um, could he have done anything about the finish? No, not really. It was a really good finish. Finessed into the top corner. It was more the way that we didn't defend it. The way that we didn't come out and press. Um, but he did concede two goals. So my score will... Ref uh, sorry, he conceded one goal, apology. But outside of that, he was quite solid throughout. So for me, I'm going to give Turner a 7 out of 10. I think he looks good. He looks like he's, you know, stepping up into that number one position currently, depending on what happens with the Dean Henderson saga. But overall, for 7 million, you can't really complain too much um, about the goalkeeper. Let's see what you guys went for collectively. We've got 99. Someone vote, man. That's giving me some OCD. You guys have gone for a 7.6. So a little bit higher than me, but uh, it's your call. It's your call to go with what you want. So let me just check. That's one's your one. Let's get that 7.6 up. And I went with a straight 7 for Turner. And I think I've gone back to back with him 7. So I think he's been okay. I've got no problems um, with him so far. Okay, let's move on to the next player. And that is going to be our right back, who is, if I can find him, Serge Aurier. One of his best performances for me for a long, long time. I was impressed with a lot of what he did, especially in the attacking third. It is the best I've seen him cross in a forest shirt. All his crosses were pretty much spot on. And I think, I think had he not been playing, we may have not scored those goals. The first ball into Taiwa was on the money. The ball into Woods was not as good, but just as good, if you get what I mean. There was another ball that he played into across that corridor of uncertainty in the first half, where if someone was following in, we could have scored. And there was a couple more times where he got in on the byline and was able to square a ball up, but none of the midfield had pushed in to offer that late run of support. I was really impressed with Aurier tonight. Um, he's one of my early candidates for man of the match, and I'm actually going to give him a 9 out of 10. I thought he was sublime today. So, Aurier for me, a 9 out of 10. Um, you guys have gone 7.9. Hmm, hmm, tough crowd. Tough crowd tonight, I swear to God. So, I'm going to give him a 9. You guys are harsh on my boy Aurier. What, what I also liked about Aurier was that he looked sharper tonight. He looked off the pace pre-season and in the Arsenal game. But tonight, for me, he looked a lot, lot sharper. So hopefully he's now up to full speed. Brittany's saying 7.9 is crazy. I kind of do agree. I do agree. I think, nine, I think 9 is quite fair, to be honest. But this is the beauty of this channel. You all get to vote how you want and how you saw the game. Um, okay. So that was Aurier. Oh, God. Let's talk about Warrell. For me, Warrell had a stinker tonight. I just, I don't like this combo at all of Warrell and McKenna at the back. Without Felipe, without Ania Kate, I don't feel the organization is that clear. And I was absolutely gobsmacked that Bolly was the one taken off and not McKenna. <sighs> he was poor. I, I don't know what happened in that mix-up where it looked like he headed it onto the back of McKenna's head or the back of his neck, should I say. And then Sheffield United should have scored from that. They were through on goal and it was a terrible, terrible attempt. But, um, you know, Turner had it covered. So Turner hadn't bailed out. But man, come on. It, it wasn't great. Defensively, it was very, very shaky. What do I give him? He was nowhere near Aurier's level. Um, 
I don't know, guys. I don't know. It's, a, it's like a four and a half for me. Warrell. I think a four and a half. Oh, God, that's... That needs moving a little. There we go. Four and a half for me for Warrell. I just didn't think it was a good performance, either from him or from McKenna. But we'll talk about McKenna in a second. Well, have you guys gone 5.3 a little bit higher? Fair enough. It's, it's your opinion on it. Um, I went four and a half. Let's get that up for the latecomers. Please don't forget to hit that like button if you guys haven't done so already. Uh, what did you guys go? 5.3. Keep those votes coming in. It updates live. So every single vote you do will count. Okay, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. And let's go on to... Who was next in? Bolly. Out of the three, Bolly was the best one. And as I just mentioned a second ago, I don't know why he was taken off. Maybe, maybe he was knackered. I don't know. I don't know. But he was definitely the best out of the three of them. Bolly, did he do anything really wrong? Not really. Probably about, I don't know, six, six and a half for me, something like that. But I don't understand why he came off. I'm trying to think back. Is there anything I've missed on him? Any good bits? Any bad bits? Just a solid six for me. Solid six. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe when I watch it back later, I will. But I think he's a six. Uh, let me get that score up. Oh, so many buttons. I'm going to go straight six for Mr. Bollywood. Where did you guys go? You went... 6.1. Wow, we're very close. Very close. So six for me and a 6.1 for you guys. Now, McKenna, on the other hand, he's just, he's always for me, the biggest thing that annoys me about McKenna is his passing. It's always goddamn backwards and sideways and never progressive like when he does a progressive pass it stands out because it's so against the grain of it but i just i just don't think look he's clearly not the number one choice he's only playing until Nia kate is fully fit and it's good to see him come on for a few minutes at the end but no it's just, it's just all over the place for me today it was all over the place he was probably worse than warrell uh, nowhere near as good as bolly or aurier so basing it on that, I'll probably just give him a 4 out of 10. I thought Warrell was slightly better, although if I had that mistake, my God, my God, Warrell got lucky with that one. I'm going to give him a 4 out of 10. I just, I don't think he's prem level. I don't think he's prem level. And he's, he's someone I've had question marks over for a while. Defensively, like actual defending, he's okay on, but I don't think he's got the pace of the Premier League. And he hasn't got suddenly someone who in the championship would play nice progressive balls forward. Suddenly he doesn't have that ability anymore. And it, it's just, it just stands out quite a lot for me. Um, how did you guys feel about him? Let's have a quick look. You guys went a 4.1 for him. Okay, so we're pretty close on that. I gotta say, you guys were letting rip on him in the chat, man. Like, big time. Like, he, he, he wasn't, like, atrocious. Like, he didn't do a stinker, a Bournemouth-style stinker. But, yeah, he was pissing quite a few of you guys off in the chat today, which was uh, interesting to see. Okay, so that's Bully. Uh, let's get into a couple of your comments. 
Uh, Owen saying lacking confidence. Ty saying wasn't there a club looking to buy him? Yeah, he was linked to. Uh, oh, I think it was somewhere in Scotland. I forgot now. Anthony saying I want him gone. Phil saying McKenna and Worrell playing together equals crap defense. Was it okayish with Felipe supporting? Uh, Gazaret saying he was atrocious. Chuck is saying I do want to see Biancone. Yeah, Biancone can play right back. Uh, sorry, on the right side or at centre back. Yeah, it was Celtic. It was Celtic. I don't think uh, after that performance, Celtic will be uh, ringing the old phone, the bat phone at Nottingham Forest. But okay, let's move on. And who's next? It's uh, Nico Williams. Um, okay, I thought at left back and getting forward, overlapping a bit, especially when we changed into the 4 2 3 1. There's a little bit of link up play with Alanga. Um, didn't mind him at left back. I probably would still prefer Aynar, depending on what's going on with his injury. But overall, did nothing wrong. Um, couple of times. He, he has to cut in, doesn't he, to cross on his right foot, even though his left foot isn't that weak. But he did do that a couple of times tonight. Um, so I, I'm going to say I'm going to say a solid six for him. Not bad tonight. Not bad. And what I like about him is his versatility, because we can use him on the left. We can use him on the right. You can even use him on the midfield. Um, so he's a good squad player. He's not a starter for me. Maybe if we're playing a five back and we need someone on the right, maybe have him there. But he's kind of a good utility player, kind of jack of all trades kind of thing. Okay, so I've gone a six. You guys have gone a little lower on a 5.8. So let's get those scores um, up there. I don't know, Chad. Did he do anything that I missed that was good or bad? I thought overall there was nothing really too much to complain about um, with him. Let's get into your comments quickly before we move on to the next player. Uh, Weezy saying agreed good squad player. Um, Kyle saying even Ben Osborne out muscled him. Peter saying MGW is so immature, lots of mistakes. Well, we'll get on to him in a second. Uh, Disco saying McKenna gets rushed on the ball, turned too easily. He's a bit of a uh, uh, an oil rig turning, isn't he? Uh, Tom saying he was good, I thought. Uh, Gaz is saying much more effective on the right. And Stoney saying, I honestly thought he got subbed off in the fifth minute, bro. Was so forgetful today. And Anthony saying he needs to put uh, on some timber to hold off that pressure. Yeah, but I get what you guys are saying. Like against a decent attack, against a Saka, he would definitely struggle. And that's where like Einar comes, uh, comes good for me. I don't, but I still will stick to it. I don't mind him as a squad player because he is versatile. And that's the thing with me for him. He's got versatility and he's quite useful. Okay, let's let's move on though. Let's move on. Um, Mangala and Danilo, both of them weren't great tonight. We got overrun in that midfield. Again, there was there was too many backwards passes for my liking. We we need a CDM. We're absolutely crying out for a CDM. It it just was glaringly, glaringly obvious. Um, and I just I just don't know why they can't link the play better. You know, you expect if you're gonna go with the two, and these are probably the two that I would have started with, not in the five though. You want what you need with the two is one MG dub has to come in at times to make it a three. But then you need, if you're doing this in the five, you have to have both Aurier and Williams giving them options. And then you've got your emergency options with your back three. 
or you get one of the back three to step into the three, leave it as a two, and then you've got the extra body in midfield. We're not really doing any of that right now. And what it ends up being is just a two. So on paper, what you're seeing there as the two is what it ends up being. But the problem is the like traditional way of playing a back three is to have that center back who goes forward and you've still got two behind. And we can't do that because the midfielders are not holding the ball whatsoever. And that's why I keep going on about how badly we need a CDM in this team to help that control, either to allow us into a back four or to be the link up play between the midfield and the attack. And I didn't think Mangala was that good today, to be honest. Again, I thought it was a very vanilla performance. Um, wasn't progressing the ball forward at all. And I'm, I'm going to give him a five. I'm going to give a five out of ten for me today. Um, five. You guys have gone 5.8, nearly a six. I think that, that's a little high, guys. That's a little bit high. But okay, each to their own, as they say. Let's get your scores up on now. Have you said five point? Keep those votes coming in. They all count. 137 of you have voted so far. Um, and look, if you're a happy clapper, look away now because I'm not impressed at all with Danilo's performance today. But before we get into that, we're on 76 likes. Please hit that like button if you haven't already. There's 570 of you guys in here. Thank you for chilling with us. Hope you're enjoying the player ratings. And let, let's talk about Danilo, and I'm going to bring up some of your comments as well on him. Um, I would go as far as to say that was Danilo's worst performance, man. He got sucked into the whole pass it backwards thing. He wasn't really bombing forward. There was a couple of times where you expect him to be, um, where you expect him to be busting a gut, being that that late runner into the box. The one I mentioned was Serge Aurier crossing it in low, and there was no one in there. I thought he was poor today. I did. And some of his passes were way, way off, way off. And he ignored a couple of overlaps. I remember that part in the second half where Elanga was on there, laid it off to him, then made the run in behind the defender, looking for the one-two, completely ignored, slowed the play down, and in fact switched it across to the right-hand side. And for me, that's not a Danilo. It wasn't a Danilo performance today. And I just don't feel that that was his best game. And I'm going to score him accordingly. And I do still love him. And I do still think he's a brilliant player. But he was a four for me at best. At best. Um, he's a four. He's a four for me. So I was saying in the stadium, Serge didn't look that good. But people that watched on TV said he was great. He was. He looked really good, Sai. He looked really good tonight. Um, what are you guys saying here? Uh, imagine overreacting, calling MG Dub bad after two games. He was our best player last season, says Josh. Danilo skied his shot when he could have passed it. Yeah, that shot was terrible as well. Uh, Owen saying, well said, Wolverine a four. Danilo the ghost. He wasn't even a ghost 007. He was just poor tonight. It was poor tonight. You guys are giving him a 4.9. I don't know. My, did I see something different today? I don't know. I, I thought maybe my standards are set high for him because I expect so much for him. But no, nah, I, I think you guys have gone a little high. But that's the beauty of this. We all get to have our say on it. Oh, crap. Wrong player. Sorry. Let me just get that right. Um, JLW, LOL. Thank you so much for subscribing. 
Uh, let's get a couple more of your comments on Danilo. Uh, Tony's saying my Danilo score is five. Uh, Danilo scores wonder goals. Uh, Chris says loses his head and rushes his pass. Uh, Owen's saying Chris Wood nine can't believe it. Um, Sigh with the twelve months. Come on, Reds! Crucial win there, absolutely. Um, we'll get on to MG Dub. I can see a lot of MG Dub comments. Will saying evening Wolverine just got back to my car from the world famous. Didn't see the boys tonight. Uh, do doubt you know there was no fan zone. Okay. Uh, Tom saying and uh, have a safe trip home. Will Tom saying I think he was instructed to do so. Missing Scarpa says Floyd. Uh, he's missing Scarpa as well, says Owen. Um, and Danilo saying, uh, sorry, Jonathan saying Danilo being a smart ass and not landing his passes. His passing was terrible tonight. Okay, let's talk about MG Dub. Um, look, you guys, you guys know, and you always accuse me of having MGW goggles. Yeah, hold on, where the frick is he? There he is. I I, I have to take him off tonight. Because he's just trying to do too much. And I love him. And I love that he has some flair with him. But there, there is times where a normal pass will suffice. And he's trying to do a reverse back heel pass with the inside of his foot. And it just doesn't need that. And it's, I still don't think his corners are good enough. They're, they're slightly higher now, but they're like really floaty. What you want is that kind of whipped ball in with a bit of pace, the right height in between that corridor where the keeper can't come out and everything. And it, and it is getting a little frustrating, I have to say. And I love him. I do love him. But he's just, he's got to sort his shooting boots out as well. Again, the one time his trick came off and he created some space, he created that chance at the edge of the box. He just leaned back too much and blazed it way over the goal. So overall, I think I think with him less would be more, if that makes sense. Take a touch, move it on, or if you've got some space, one quick step over, dribble with it, etc. But yeah, as Zach says there, too showboaty. Keep it simple. And I completely do agree with that. Now, you have to add to that, it is against his old club. Maybe he was trying to, you know, put them in their place. I know he was only out there on loan, but maybe that's what it is. Um, Van Peg, thank you so much for becoming a member. Appreciate it. Appreciate all the new members and all the new subscribers tonight. I, I, I don't know, man. I hate marking him down, but I've got to be honest on what I saw today. And it's like a four and a half for me, if I'm being honest. The 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 touches. It's like Ant always goes on about it, and I try and defend it. But the more I defend it, the more the more it happens. And it's just a four and a half for me. It's a four and a half. Look, I don't mind him losing the ball, but I do mind when he loses it silly. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if there's a simple pass on, take it. He had a go at Jono at one point because he clipped a ball around the corner for him, but he overhit it and he hit it too high and it was too high for Jono to control. And it just felt for me like, why are you having a go at Jono, man? The ball, the pass should have been better from you. So I'm giving him a four and a half. You log on 5.7. Mm too high for me i would say i would say that's a bit too high okay maybe the jono goggles are still cemented on my god that is so out of place but i don't have the time to fix it let's get your scores on 5.7 I, I don't know let's have a look at some of your comments let's have a look at you, some of your comments um 
Carl's saying that stupid back heel he tries to do, which worked one time versus Southampton. That was a lovely back heel though, wasn't it? Hussam saying 4.5 is harsh. He was his second best player. Will saying MGW4 cocks up a perfectly good move when a simple pass would have sufficed. Exactly. Uh, James says way too high. His ego gets a one. Uh, Disco's saying with no scarper, Dennis or O'Brien breathing down his neck, he might get complacent with being the first name on the team sheet. I love him and he's normally effective, but just way too overcomplicated. I, I do tend to agree with that, you know, and I got nothing against him because I think he's a fantastic player. He is our most talented player, but it's just it's just got to keep it more simple for me. Uh, we're at 121 likes, nearly 600 of you guys in here. Thank you for chilling with us. Um, and let's move forward. Let's move forward and, and talk about Jono. And again, a lot of you guys, why is that not working? Uh, the Jono picture, guys, has disappeared. Is that a sign that he's leaving? Oh, I'd moved it from the folder the other day. Okay. Um, okay, awkward. Awkward moment right here. What do we do with the Jono picture? Let me just sort this out quickly. Two seconds, guys, and then we'll get into your Jono comments as well. Ah, where the frick is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see if that fixes it. Let's see if that fixes it. Does he appear now? No, no. Mario, thank you so much for joining. All right, pretend there's a Jono picture on there. In fact, let's bring up your score first. That will that will work. Okay, there we go. Um, you guys are going for a five point seven on Jono. Um. Would I agree with that? He did look a little out of sorts. Is his head been turned? Has his head been turned elsewhere? I thought he laid the ball off really well for Aurier to assist the assist of the first goal. But outside of that, he had one chance where he cut in onto his weaker foot. Shouldn't have taken the shot because there was a defender right in front of him and it ended up being blocked. But... Uh, Look, will I, will I just go with you guys just because I can't find the picture right now? Let's Let's just go with you guys. Um, a lot of you are saying far too generous. Happy clappers, says Phil. Um, Tony's saying my statement is harmless. Why is it blocked? I, I, my hands are here, Tony. I ain't touched nothing. Um, Jono dreams of Chelsea, says Dam. Uh, Andy's saying Jono was poor tonight. He needs resting. Um, a lot of kind of negative comments on Jono. Sell, sell, sell. I mean, is he knocking some pounds off his uh, his fee? Right, I'm just going to put mine up as a... I'll just go a five. I've been thrown off by that non-picture. Jono's disappeared, man. It makes me think there's a conspiracy going on. And you guys have gone 5.7. Keep those votes coming in if you haven't already. And let's talk about something really positive. And that is, of course, our wonder striker. Who needs an Erling Haaland when you can have... Oh, shit. When you can have a Taiwo our knee, man. And what a machine he is. What a machine he is. Uh, Owen's saying really negative comments for a kid who's giving his all. Okay. Um, let's let's move on and talk about Taiwo. I mean, this guy just impresses me. He impresses me because of his work rate, his physique, and his knack. He just has a knack for being in the right place at the right time. And he was at the right time and sharp early in the match where players are still potentially, you know, getting up to the speed of, game, of the game. And for me, I, I just liked him. Now, I do feel he did 
um, gas out a little in the second half. And he hasn't had that many minutes. Remember, he went off injured against Leeds in the preseason. But but what he does, he does well up front. He really does. Um, and yeah, I've seen a lot of you guys saying a battering ram. He, he's good. He's really good. Is that seven in a row, guys? Is that seven in a row? Or is it six? I feel like it's seven. It was was it four or five last season, then the Arsenal, and then this one? One of you would tell me. One of you would tell me. Um, it's six, is it? Okay, six it is. It will be seven next week against Varchester United. I'll promise you that much. Don't say Jinx Serene. I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him an eight and a half for me. I thought I thought he was really good. And he does what he's paid to do, which is score a goal. So I was happy with him. Am I happy with these likes? 139 likes and 600 of you in here. Hit that like button if you haven't already. And let's see what you guys have gone for Taiwo. 8.11. Okay, not a million miles off each other. Um, I think you guys are a little harsh if I'm being honest. If we hadn't scored that goal, the other thing you guys have to bear in mind, if he doesn't score that goal when he does, and it remains nil-nil, for that first half, the way Sheffield United got their asses back into that game, we would we would have struggled. It could have been a lot worse. That goal was really important in terms of the uh, the psychology of the game. You know the momentum of the game. So you guys are a little harsh, but whatever, man. You get to say what what you want on here. Okay, let's get into the substitutions. And for me, they happened way way too late. Way too late, in my opinion. Uh, the first one was Alanga and Yates. So let's bring these ones up. Uh, let's start with Yates. I thought he was good. I thought he came on, brought a lot of energy into the game. Probably his kind of game, to be honest. I think uh, this suits him. That that kind of ugly game, you know what I mean? Where you get up against an ugly team where you can get stuck in. I thought he was decent and put a bit of energy in and around it. So uh, I was happy with his performance. I do think he's quite a good impact sub as well. When you just need to kind of shake the opposition a little, he's a good one to bring in. Would he start if we got a CDM, uh, maybe another midfielder? I don't know. It'd be between him and, um, and Mangala on who would be dropped. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. But you could tell when he came on, he came, he brought the energy, got the crowd into it as well. So I'm going to give him a, he was a sub, wasn't he? So we'll give him a 7 out of 10 for me. Um, so yeah, I was quite happy with Yates. What have you guys gone with? You've gone with a 7.01. Wow, that is really close. Really close to each other. So not bad. Uh, what are you saying? Simon P saying Yates is a great impact sub. Uh, Kyle saying the same thing. Brett giving him a 7. Zach saying impact sub is the perfect role. I do tend to agree with that. It will piss off a lot of happy clappers when you say that. Wake up saying he's League One. I think I'm a little harsh. Um, it was six goals. Okay, cool. Sean saying, how the F have one football given Danilo 7.2? Seriously, my God. Uh, Jesus saying, looking at these ratings of a team, looks like the ratings of a team that just lost. Not really, man. Not really what you got. A couple of players that are on a nine and a couple on an eight. And the performance wasn't good. You know, you can win and play poorly. You really can. Okay, so that was Yates. Let's move this on to the next sub. Alanga. Um, really impressed with Alanga. Great energy, great pace, pressing as well. Something we were lacking a lot um, in, you know, in the first half. 
I, I, I would have liked to seen him start. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't think he's an impact sub. I think he's a starter for me. Um, he had a chance on the edge of the box. It was blocked. He's got to start. He's got to start. There is a sub rule wing. You're absolutely right. He was an eight for me had he started. If we do the sub rule, then he's a seven. Uh, but we need to see him start. Now, is he going to start against his old club uh, next week? Don't know. I really don't know. But I, I'll give him a... He's an eight, but I'm giving him a seven with the sub rule, as you guys correctly pointed out in there. Will saying electric slippery eel. Um, Elanga. Uh, what are we saying? Elanga should start seven, says Mickey. Presser, Cooper will hate him, says Bobby. Elanga should have come on for John on the 60th minute, says Disco. Elanga, the new Scarpa slash Bade. I uh, really, I don't think so. This has to have been Cooper's approved signing, surely. Nick saying, from what I've seen of him, he has more energy than Jono. Yeah, I, I, so far, I've been more impressed with Elanga over the two games than I have with Jono, if I'm being honest with you guys, and I usually am. Um, but, but you have to then say he's come on as an impact sub. Um, would he be as effective starting? That's something we need to kind of scrutinize if and when it does happen. Hopefully it'll happen in the next game. So I'm giving him a seven. You guys, you come for an exact seven as well. We were a perfect match, guys. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It is an eight, but the sub rule is what it is. Okay, next on. Oh, this is going to be fun. Oops, let me just take that Langer picture off. Christopher Golden Head Wood, man. Comes on in the, what was it, 84th minute. Had 10 minutes to impact the game, including injury time. And you've got to say, he did exactly what he needed to do. And he scored the goal. Um, I, I said when he came on, he came on with energy. I've never seen him move onto that pitch that quickly. That's all. Man, you lot, that's some tens in the chat for Chris Wood. Um, you guys are 11s. Wow. Um, and I did say, and I did say when he came on, he will score. So don't you lot give me that jinxerine crap. Yeah. No such thing. No such thing. I called it absolutely to the T with this one. But yeah, again, an impact sub when you cross it, it's important. It's important that. When you're playing with Chris Wood up front, you have to cross the ball in. He's never going to be a player that can run in behind the defense. Yeah, or, or you know, do a bicycle overhead kick. Well, he tried that and we all know how that went. Shut up, DJ. Rewind the tape, man. I've got receipts. Um, but he's never going to be that player. So if you're going to play him, you've got to play it to his strengths. And luckily for us, Serge was on the money today with his crossing. And I'm just going to be straight with you guys. He's a nine for me, but with the sub rule, it's an eight. Um, fair play to him. Fair play to him. Would I start him? No. Do you bring him on in a scrappy game like that that might suit him? Yeah, maybe. Maybe you would. I'm going to give him an eight slash it's a nine with the sub, well, without the sub rule. So yeah, I'm going to give him an eight out of ten. Where did you guys go? You guys went an 8.1. Again, very, very similar. Okay, let's clean up the last two subs and then we'll do Cooper and we'll do the uh, man of the match. So who then came on? It was Nia Kate and Czech Kyote. Um, I thought Nia Kate already put in a couple of decent tackles towards the end. 
surely, surely he needs to uh, start playing. But he didn't get much time. So um, I love him. I love him. He looks assured and certified with the time he got. He's a sub rule for me. So it's a 6-5 for me. I'll give him a 6. You guys gave, uh, sorry, a 5. You guys gave him a 6.01. Hmm. Hmm. Sub rule, guys. Sub rule. But okay. I don't mind because I love him. And then what we got next? Who was it? Kyoto, wasn't it? Uh, does he even make the squad here? Kyoto. Why is he not on here? Why is he not on here? I'd give Kyote the same. I'd give him like a a sub rule five. Um, it didn't have much to do. I think those subs were really the old school time killer subs. So let's see what you guys went. You went a 5.52 for him. Okay, so let's move on and talk about Cooper now. Um, I think he got his tactics all wrong for the start of the game. He did then correct it with the substitutions. But honestly, you don't go into that game and play the style of football that we played there. Uh, I don't think it's acceptable. I don't. It's nothing. This isn't a Bash Cooper thing or whatever. This is assess exactly what I saw on the pitch. And he paid too much respect to Headingbottom and Scumfield United. Um, and, you know, if you're playing the five at the back, it's risky going with a two-man midfield. It really is. But he corrected the subs. But what I will say is the subs are too late. Should have been 10, maybe even 15 minutes earlier for me. Um, and then he switches into the correct formation. And we see that first push. We see that first push. You know, we got a good five minutes after the subs came on. But it's just rinse and repeat, isn't it? It's too negative. We are not going to get a better chance than Sheffield United at home to play some aggressive attacking possession-based football. And I'm now starting to feel that he's not got it in him. Look, at the end of the day, he got the three points. There's no arguing about that. He would got him out of the jam. At one all, this would be right now a very, a very different conversation because to me, a draw would have been like a loss against that crap team. So I'm I'm gonna give him a uh, I'm gonna give him a five out of ten, and that's mainly because of the result. I don't like the tactics he went with. I wasn't impressed with the first half performance after the first ten minutes, and the substitutions for me were way way too late. I've given him a five. What have you guys gone? You've gone a five point three. Okay, so roughly the same there. Let's see some of your comments here. Um. 007 saying it works, but will my heart work till the end of the season? Um, let's try and read these quickly. Gregory saying we need more players still, Wolvie. Jeremy saying too generous. Jeremy, if that had finished in a draw, I'd have been giving him a two. Yeah, so he's earned a couple of points because of the results. That's it. Will saying sorry, but very disappointed we didn't go for it. Coops of four. Um, Wood has to be up for man of the match, says Wing. I suspect our medical team picks our players, says Chuck. Tony says, we'll do well with Cooper in charge. We might stay up. Cooper will get his wages. His family will be fed. He will be happy. I'm guessing no. Poor Cooper is too predictable, says Scott. James says, we can't carry on like this. It's shocking. Um, Owen saying, Osborne best of the ex-players. Uh, Tom saying, golden boot winner right there with Wood. And Shipstone saying three points on to the next game we go. Yeah, but we do have to. We do have to address it. Uh, Owen saying, getting bored of the Cooper agenda on here. 
That's not an agenda. That's literally a summary of, of the game. I don't know if you're talking about the chat or me or both. But I'm telling you, the football wasn't great. And if you're saying it was, Owen, then we can debate that. We can debate that. Okay, let's move on to Man of the Match. Who do you guys want for the candidates on Man of the Match? For me, it's got to be a choice of four. All right, let's go with... Well, we'll go with your highest scored players. So you got a one-ye Aurier. Uh, let me do We'll do this as a poll. So one-ye Aurier. Who else we having? Who else we having? Um, should we put Wood in there? Let's put Wood in there. Why not? His first ever appearance there. Um, who else? Who else? You got? You guys scored high. You got Bolly on a six point three. Uh, Jay Wood, thank you so much for becoming a member. You absolute legend. Appreciate it, bud. Um, all right, let, let's put Turner in there as well. He's your next highest scorer. So get your votes in. It's coming for you right now in the chat, and it is up and live. And let's see. Let's see how this progresses. So currently. Wow, Aurier shoots into a huge lead off the bat, but it's being pegged back slowly. He started at 82%, back down to 56%, with Wood in second place. No, a one-year overtakes him. Where are the Wood fans? Where's your boy? Back your horse if you think Wood should have been man of the match. 53% still with Aurier. Uh, a one-year on 20 and Wood on 17, with Turner getting 10% of the vote. We'll let the vote stay open for a few more seconds. Already nearly 150 of you have voted. Let's get it to 150 and we'll close that poll. I think this is a slam dunker for Aurier. But, but will it be that case? All right, I'll give you guys 10 more seconds to get your votes in. Let's count this down. And let's get your man of the match. In three, two. One, your man of the match with 50% of the vote is Serge the Sergeant Aurier. Interesting, interesting. It's interesting to say what the guys at the game were saying, that they didn't think he was as good as the people who watched the game thought. But overall, I would agree with you. Serge was my man of the match as well. Okay, so guys, it's been an interesting night to say the least. The bottom line is, is that scoreline there. Forest 2, Scumfield United 1. Higginbottom, Jason, thank you so much for subscribing. Higginbottom is sliding to the bottom and he's heading for the bottom with that crappy team. I'll finish with this. Uh, Manfredo, thank you as well for subscribing. Look, I was not impressed with the performance. I'm not going to sugarcoat that performance. Wasn't good enough. But the win is important and we get the three points. But there does have to be some questions asked about the tactics, about the style of play. Because I don't think Maranakis looked impressed. He was in the crowd there and he did not look impressed. But I go away tonight with a smile on my face because we got the three points. But I do now look ahead to the Varchester United game. Not only are we playing Varchester United, we're playing VAR as well. That one's going to be tough for us. And then we got a couple of tough games coming up. So this had to be three points. It was a must win. We got the three points. Will 
dissect it all on the grumpy old reds tomorrow there'll be a live stream for you guys tomorrow probably around 8 p.m so make sure you're tuned in for that thank you to everyone who has just chilled with us tonight um you know gone through the highs and lows of that game the good phases the bad phases and the boring phases um i do appreciate every single one of you as does the whole of the fftv team we'll be back tomorrow if you haven't already please do hit that like button We'll see you for, I think there's a daily coming out tomorrow on players that, uh, that may be leaving Nottingham Forest and no doubt some transfer updates. Thank you so much for chilling here. We'll see you tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.